0: Hey there, dear listener. This is Connor McCabe, host of the Call Me By Your Game podcast. What you're about to hear is episode one of Super NPC Radio's Resident Evil 2 Remake Games Club. It's the game that we're covering in our Games Club format right now in quarter four of 2023. This is episode one, which came out last week. If you want more of it and to hear episode two, literally today, then you can go ahead and support us at the $10 DJ Toad tier at patreon.com slash super and radio, which is where the majority of our bonus episodes on the network live. Again, if you like it, go ahead and check us out, support us there, uh, and enjoy, uh, this club as we just go through such a scary game to finish out the year. All right, folks, go ahead and enjoy this episode.
1: to the brand new uh, games club over here at patreon.com slash super npc radio we are now we are we are in our q4 uh, of our games club which means a new season is starting and um, I'm delighted to announce that we are uh, gonna be covering Resident Evil 2 remake and uh, (laughs) I I couldn't be more excited it's just me here today. I'm the only one on the episode. Everyone decided they didn't want to play it, and uh, everyone was kind of just too busy. So I'll be monologuing for the next couple hours about Resident Evil Two Remake, my feelings on it. Just kidding, folks. Everybody came back for this one. We got everybody here. We got Connor McCabe here.
0: Um, I'm I too am scared, but and and I'm also prepared to do this alone if you drop off.
1: Okay, that's thank you for your thank you. Thank you for that. Yes, that makes me feel a little me. bit more confident navigating this podcast. We got Tyler Schnupp. Hello,
2: Tyler. From now on, for this games club, I'm I'd appreciate if you'd refer to me as Mr. S. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I we would got... say Mr.
2: T, but S sounds closer to X.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And S is like Schnupp. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And T, I guess, is like Tyler.
3: Yes. We got your ideas. Ooh, thanks for booing
0: me. <laughs> We've got what Roxy that We're Poke. doing a ghost thing here. And. So far just, I can't tell you if there are any ghosts in this game. I'm just following Jeremy. <laughs> it's, it's a
2: spooky. <laughs> ghost and by the way, game. Mr. S is, has been dead for years and he's a ghost. Ooh. Oh no. <laughs> uh, Roxy Poke, welcome to the show.
4: Jump scare. Hey guys. <laughs> Glad to be here. Yeah. Uh
1: uh, and then we have of course Mikey McCollar. Mikey, hello. Guy's a maniac.
5: Why'd he bite me?
1: and we have the uh the incredible absolute uh uh just one of the all-time greats as far as i'm concerned nick costanza
6: oh
3: no i can't believe this okay (laughs) okay i think he's on a delay
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh welcome to the program um you know for for newcomers to the games club either on the patreon or if you're listening to this on a free feed at a later date i host a show called video games a comedy show connor mccabe hosts a show called call me by your game a fantastic nostalgia based interview podcast we have uh uh, mikey and roxy who co-hosted uh the scary basement podcast up until recently and we're contributing to the patreon with press x to scream horror film and game fanatics (laughs) <laughs> right here we got the we got two absolute experts on the on the program we have the reactivators Nick Costanza and Tyler snuff and nice. uh July Diaz of inside video games classic with July so the gang's all here if if the Super NPC radio touches a podcast they're represented in this room and isn't that nice it's very nice
5: it? yeah I guess it it's nice
1: It's very nice it's like the fan it's like the fan no no the family's all together you
4: know i I love it's in a really hard
5: situation just like in case like if i felt like it wasn't nice i would feel like such an asshole saying it the way (laughs) you framed it up
1: i'll
0: even say (laughs) forcing
1: everyone to appreciate it and think it's great
0: (laughs) i'm really glad that we're all here and like we're not like searching for each other as family members and then like finding out that they're off on a vacation in europe like that would just be a disaster if that was the mm.
4: case wouldn't
5: it guys <laughs> yeah because yeah, so you would weird. want to be Who
4: invited tell your family about that right
5: yeah. yeah i'm also glad i will say this podcast can get a little wild and woolly we all talk a lot so it's really great that it's not anybody's first day on the podcast network coming yes. oh, this crazy situation
1: mm. you i locked i locked uh july's microphone in his roll top desk <laughs> and he had to get it out and it was july did how long did it take
3: you to solve that puzzle oh it took me upwards of uh an hour or so <laughs> and he that's... just still
4: doesn't know everyone's names yet is the problem mm-hmm. yeah
3: and i had to sort of restart my file
4: a bunch of times
3: <laughs> oh i can't wait to to get into
6: it
0: but um
1: but yeah i think um yeah i'm trying to think if there's any other table like any other thing we need to kind of set up i mean
0: but... All yeah. I really want, I want to say a little bit up top, which is like, this is the final games club that we're doing here in the year 2023. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, we have been doing this new format all year where, you know, we're covering games in a book club style format where instead of like we used to covering a game in one episode and somehow trying to play f- 16 additional games in a year, mm-hmm. uh, we now cover one at a time. Uh, and it's been so much fun. And I'm so excited to be finishing off this year with a game that I know so many of the people in this group are very passionate about and that, like, I'm on my way to being passionate about. Wow. So um, Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Uh, so I'm so glad that everyone could be here uh, for this, at least the first couple episodes. And if you're listening in the future on our free feed, <laughs> uh, visit us at patreon.com slash Radio to see what new stuff we have going. Uh, what if we're covering this game again? Can you what imagine? <laughs> <laughs> but maybe it's in the
1: future, and we all we have like new like celebrity guests and stuff. We're like, we're like, we got big guests, Billy like Crudup, Jim Carrey's on the podcast talking about. It. <sighs> I what used to caller? wish my Who, dad did you say? was Jim Carrey. <laughs> he said Billy Crudup.
0: <laughs> Good pull.
1: Yeah, of uh, Billy Crudup of uh, Watchmen.
5: Sure. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I'm gonna double check. I don't. Is he an almost famous?
1: I think he also is an almost famous. Yeah.
0: Did you guys know that the kid in Almost Famous is the husband in that new uh, Max show, Love and Death, starring Elizabeth Olsen? Oh, Oh. he is Patrick Fugit. Yeah, he He plays the husband, and it's not Jesse Plemons. No, Jesse's the well. Spoilers: the love affair. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Hey, it's not a Resident Evil 2 podcast if you're not talking about love and death love on and
1: Max. Death. Yeah, <laughs> which was also like a retread of the show Candy, which yes. was another, was the same show, just with Jessica Biel. Right. Say, even
5: Colbert was in it.
7: Really?
0: I would Strangers
1: oh, with wow.
5: Candy.
7: Well, Rangers I recommend <laughs> if you're looking,
3: if you're I, looking I gotcha. for a show. I, I, I knew what you were saying. <laughs> yeah. I uh, shook
7: Jesse Plemons' hand two weeks ago. Whoa. Whoa. Oh. Where was this? Nick's delivering pizzas
2: again. Oh, I
3: was going to (laughs) ask, was this a public bathroom situation?
7: Where were you? Yeah, I was in the bathroom with him. He was trying to wash his hands. I reached over and started
5: shaking him. Uh, Did you guys both cut your palms before you shook and become blood brothers?
0: Is this a Breaking Bad
7: reference?
5: I don't know. I just thought it would be a thing to do.
0: I want to say that. I have delivered food to Jesse Plemons before, Whoa. <laughs> and he was really nice, uh, wow. And but I also do want to know <laughs> Nick's specific story.
7: Uh, my boss is an important person, and he wanted to meet with her, so I helped him get to our office, and when I pointed him the way, he shook my hand, and then I got him a glass of water, and he said, thanks, man.
0: Wow, and you were like, "Hey, would you like to be on a podcast called Reactivators?" Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, So look forward to next week's episode, dude.
7: I
1: think it would be it would be such a nice boon to your podcast, Reactivators, if you started getting guests like Jesse Plemons on the show, and like maybe maybe some like Marvel (laughs) actors and stuff on the show.
3: Yeah, Chris Evans is coming in a couple weeks. Yeah,
1: I by the way watched uh,
3: those uh, evil twins. This
1: evil twin. Nothing we're talking about has anything to do with the episode, but I I watched Guardians three last night,
0: for the first time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. good Good movie. Pretty
1: good, pretty good. Yeah, great. Anyways, okay, so we're covering Resident Evil two remake, uh, a game that came out not that long ago. Unlike the last three seasons of this of this podcast. We're covering a game that I would not describe as vintage or old or retro. This is a this to me still feels like a very modern game, um, certified fresh, but, certified fresh. Even though it is now kind of four years old at this point, which is God. when I was a kid, that would be like it's old, it's old.
5: Yeah, this mm-hmm. game I'm finished done. college, and it's also jumping off from a very very old game. Like it does yeah. feel mm-hmm. like it still feels like a childhood game, even though it came out very recently.
1: Yeah. And me, they do a lot of things to evoke that in the game, which is, which is going to be exciting to talk about. This game is very 90s. It's it's very much, like, evoking not only 90s horror tropes, but also, like, it's set in 96, 96, I think, right? 98. 98. Okay, great. Um, So, yeah, why don't we go around and just talk about our history with Resident Evil in general and the game and where we're at with it. I'll, I'll go first. Uh, I... Uh, had a playstation one growing up resident evil along with final fantasy were the those were the two big ones for me like it was the resident evil franchise and the final fantasy franchise and some of the best stuff they ever did i think lives on the playstation one in both for both you know franchises and uh we were really eating good in the in the mid to late 90s there with um with uh specifically this game which was a huge deal when it came out and i just remember like renting it over and over and over again uh uh playing the n64 version of the original resident evil 2 um you know it became something that i could quote you know uh, you know i just was it was a it was a it was a big deal and um very of, of you know i it i became a huge fan of the series and like read the books and whatever so then cut to like whatever, 20 years later, I'm like, the the remake is coming out. And of course, I'm just like, I can't wait for this. And uh, of course, you're thinking, well, how good is it going to be? You know, you it's you, no no telling, really. I mean, Capcom at the time when this came out, I think was on an upswing, for sure. They had come out with Resident Evil seven, which was good and Monster Hunter World, which was which was a huge hit for them. But there was there wasn't a guarantee that this was going to be excellent and as i just like the final fantasy 7 remake which came out the next year and uh it it, it it this game to me exceeded my expectations so much i think it set the standard for how to do a remake how to do to take something old like that that everyone loves and worships and then bring it into a modern setting um they do this thing where they change just enough of it to make it feel so fresh but just keep a lot of the same stuff and i really appreciated it and i beat it over a weekend and mcculler and i did an episode on it for video games a comedy show and um and uh but i i, I will say this and this goes the same as the final fantasy 7 remake i liked them so much i only played them once and never touched them again like mm. the experience meant so much to me it was it was like it was just like eating a really good dessert you're like i i can't just eat this all the time like and so you know four years later i feel uh, it feels like the perfect time to revisit something like this that just meant so much to me. Anyways, I know that was long, but this is an important game to me. I love it so much. Uh, let's go to Connor. Connor.
0: Jeremy, can I ask you a question about nope. that? Um, So do you, and I... As you were talking, I'll admit, I just started pulling up a YouTube playthrough of <laughs> a so I could have it up while we talk. So I had to I, drown you out. I <laughs> And I promise I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ask if you talked so about boring. <laughs> whether or not like when Bowser crushes yeah. the stage, it turns to a star. Um like, I was like,
1: Jeremy, have you played this game before? He's like, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: feel yeah. like you skipped something important. Um <laughs> I was gonna ask, do you remember? Um, how you like what your anticipation was like for this game when it was coming out? Did you touch on that at all? It
1: I, I what I said about it was basically that you know I think you're always excited when like say specifically a remake of a game comes out. Like you kind of know what you're getting into. I think with an HD remaster of something, yeah. But when it's a when it's a full remake, I think it's no telling necessarily sure. mm-hmm. if it's going to be good or not. But you hope it's going to be. Awesome, cool, and I guess Capcom had sent a pretty good precedent with Resident Evil One remake, which was like this extremely faithful but like high res good looking version of mm-hmm. Resident Evil One, so I was optimistic, uh, but I just I couldn't have predicted it was gonna be as good as it
0: yeah was yeah um well, hey, thank you for answering my question. um oh, yeah, dog and good news I do have the playthrough up on a mini player, so it's it's going through again. Um, for me, this is a series that I honestly can't even tell you if I knew existed back when we were growing up. And I believe, you know, July, just for reference, July, how old would you have been when this game came out? <laughs> the original game or this uh, remake? The original. Uh,
3: I think I was finishing up my college um
0: years uh, once again throws my timeline way off okay <laughs> and so... how
3: old were you when the new one came out i was just finishing up my <laughs> second college run through oh you did I it went back to
0: college. college yeah, yeah. You did a college a, a and scenario. then college b mm-hmm. yeah
1: <laughs>
0: okay well unfortunately not super helpful to what i was going to say but i this i may have been aware of this series growing up but i, was I a didn't know. You were trying that now that actually makes sense. Um, but doesn't pinpoint anything for me. You were uh, like Sherry. <laughs> Could you do the triple Lindy?
3: You were like a Sherry type. <laughs> Would you say I was doing the triple Lindy?
2: Yeah. Could you do it back then? Oh, I can still do it, yeah. Yeah. Probably when you went back to school. hmm I should what? have known.
0: Um I not didn't sure get this... it. I
3: couldn't get <laughs> The respect I wanted is what Tyler is getting at.
0: Good, good, good. Um, <laughs> I didn't play a Resident Evil game until uh, the fall of 2021. Uh, quite literally two exact years ago, I wanted to play something scary for the Halloween season. And as it used to be, if you were a PlayStation Plus member, you got a catalog of 20 of like the iconic games for the PS4 that you were just able to download and play. So I started Resident Evil 7, uh, really enjoyed what I was playing, but I will admit I was very stuck. Uh, and I played through a few bosses. I was maybe three hours into the game and just could not find my way, and so I I dropped it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is truly the extent of my experience with the series. I have some great memories of, of you guys talking about this game that we're covering for the games club on our 2019 game of the year episodes. Uh, This game got a lot of love. Uh, It was very close to being game of the year for us that year. Um, But I honestly, so much of my experience of this series is like through McCaller streaming it and like watching him stream this or three with Roxy or the, like the original two. And so um, it's been a series I've always wanted to dig into, and I'm so excited to have this chance because, uh, just a little tease is that, uh, ba-da-ba-ba-ba, folks, I'm loving it so far.
1: Yeah, right. All right. That's good news. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. I, you know, I, Connor, I've been, like, dying for you to play one of these games. Like, just get in there so you know what it is. And, like, because yes. I, and, and we'll get into this here in just a second, but I, I feel like there's reasons for, like, why... I feel like this game can potentially connect with a lot more people than just a typical survival horror game mm-hmm. even, you know? Um, but mm-hmm. anyways, Tyler Schnapp, what's your history, baby?
2: As a child of divorce. <laughs>
0: you hear the crowd cheers yeah
1: yeah it's like a uh, yeah this is tyler playing the hits yeah
4: there's gotta be a bingo card right that has has to be one of the spaces we've got Mm. a
2: couple checked off already
5: yep Mm -hmm. long breaking Um, bad tangent yeah two guys age tyler of
2: course uh i'm hoping to add triple lindy to that list um yeah i um was too scared to play these games i uh, was a weak child um <laughs> i had a low tolerance for horror um i did not the first actual horror game i ever played was silent hill 2 in a haunted house uh and that well, sort of uh sparked my interest in Uh, maybe. Oh, maybe I do like this. If I can get through this, then I think I I like it. Um, and I won't delve into the haunted house. (laughs) Uh, Because I have a couple questions. Yeah, I think we all got this. Man says the most interesting
5: thing I've ever heard. Yeah, I I did live in
2: uh a very haunted house in Seattle, Washington. Uh, Every Halloween, I do end up telling the story of this, and I'll tell it a different time. I'll give some cliff notes now. It was a lot of weird stuff started happening around the house, a lot of shelves and, you know, being cleared off, uh, things being thrown across, the dog being scared. There was a lot of people in this house. uh, People started doing Ouija, and it was clear that uh, there was somebody, you know, there's a spirit (laughs) hanging out. I'm sorry, did people ever do Wah Ouija? Wow, Ouija! <laughs> I don't. I'd have to. I can text this, the remaining survivors. Okay. Um, I think it's kind of insensitive that Nintendo started selling those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little insensitive. <laughs> yeah. Um. But, uh, anyways, we ended up being. Uh, we we ended up being fr- be- becoming friends with a ghost. Um, and this is true. I don't know. That's these pleasant. are the cliff notes, friends. baby. Yeah. Um, we were friends. Yes, and uh, somebody had ps2 kicking around how are you talking about (laughs) being friends with a ghost yeah we were and it's true and sometimes at parties uh we'd have people over and we'd be like a house is haunted and they'd be like no it's not and then we'd chant um flick the lights and he'd shut the lights off and on uh it was great times uh
4: cranking folks
2: hmm. And then uh, we played Silent Hill 2 there. And uh, even he was a little scared. He said it was a little creepy. Uh, and I was like, wow, this is cool. I like this. The older I got, I started playing a little bit more. Uh, Resident Evil has always been a little interesting to me. This th- uh, this remake, I started playing with my friend Jack Watt. Uh, very funny guy.
4: Is he also uh, a ghost? Yeah,
2: he ghost. is. <laughs> he wishes. Um, <laughs> And uh, I started playing with this with him a couple years ago, like two years ago, and we said we promised each other we would play this game together, and we only had a couple uh, sessions to play and then never played it again. So I am excited to go through this with my friend Jack Watt, who will never make an appearance on this show, but um, I'm having a great time. It's very fun to be scared with another guy in a house that's not haunted. That's beautiful.
1: I I love that. You, uh, Silent Hill 2 is great.
3: Yeah, it's scary. Uh, July Diaz. Um, my experience with this game, can I just say, I think a character in this particular game has won some awards, have they not? In yeah, the mul- multiple, yeah. uh, best new character award
1: winner is the. Guy who drives the truck in the beginning yes, of the game. Yes, I can't so.
0: tell you how happy I was to see him. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he's eating a burger that, with time, I've looked at now is absolutely disgusting to yeah. me. Yeah, I remember
4: yeah, it, it looking more appetizing. Look, yeah, it looks like appetizing and disgusting at the same time. Yeah, it's very mm-hmm. strange.
5: Yeah, which is really the perfect visual metaphor for our fascination with zombie literature. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I might get a burger after this. <laughs> Good idea.
1: Uh, Give me the the Resident Evil 2 trucker burger, please.
4: Eat (laughs) it really close to the camera and talk about how much you hate your wife.
3: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think I ever really played through the original Resident Evil 2. I've definitely seen gameplay of it growing up. I think I have more experience with the first one, the third one, and four and five. And that's sort of my interaction with the series and then of course with the remakes i sort of jumped on again and love this one i did love three remake even though you know pretty short but i enjoyed my time with it uh i loved uh four remake especially the dlc that i recently played was great um yeah i i was uh what what else can I say? These, this, these games, uh, I got a couple scares just this playthrough again, even though I played this a couple times before. Oh,
1: absolutely. I did too. I can't yeah. wait to get into yeah. when yeah. those happen, because they're fun. But Nick uh, Costanza.
7: Yeah, I have mentioned on previous game clubs I did not own a PlayStation console growing up, and my friend who did mostly bought movie tie-in games like Shrek and Lord <laughs> of the Rings and Star Wars. So... Wow. I was not exposed to this franchise or Final Fantasy, for that matter. And um, also, I was a big old scaredy cat, so I didn't touch these things. I had a phase where I was briefly interested in Resident Evil 4 when it came out on Wii, just because there were all these gory deaths on YouTube. Um, And I was kind of like an edgelord. But uh, (laughs) I never actually played any of these until October 2020. one year before Connor because Tyler and I did a uh, precursor reactivators episode on video games, a comedy show where True. Jeremy wanted to discuss resident evil one remake. So I downloaded that on switch and played it for about five minutes and haven't really given one a fair shot until this episode.
1: Well, all right. So we're it's exciting. I think it's just as exciting to revisit as it is for newcomers i I can't wait to hear more of your thoughts when we get in there okay then the 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 two we've been waiting for patiently this whole time let's start with roxy roxy what's your what's your history with the series (laughs) (laughs) the crowd goes wild
4: i'm so famous (laughs) thank you for giving me the intro i deserve everybody's (laughs) waiting for me um yeah my experience with the series might kind of surprise you because i didn't really play a resident evil game till resident evil 4 like when Mm. i was in college basically um my experience with the original two and the series growing up was that i had a friend who bought those and then i would like buy final fantasy games and we would switch off and watch each other play so we could see the stories even though we didn't have like the money to buy the games each or we could have lent them but uh (laughs) no was just fun fun hanging out um So I had kind of like more vague memories because I wasn't the one playing those. But, um, you know, played four, really loved it. Played the hell out of five because it was co-op. So like I played it with so many other people played through that game so many times uh, just because of that fact. Um, And then went back and played the other older games in the series and everything with remake, the original game, all that. Then six came out and I kind of was disillusioned with the series. Like I think a lot of us were. (laughs) And I think Mikey was too, for sure um and then 7 seemed like it was going in a direction that I was like okay yeah first person horror i know this is like a thing that a lot of people like but i don't really care for this as much so then when 2 remake came out and it was like over the shoulder and it was just so engrossing it it became like one of my favorite games of all time now um and like reinvigorated my love for the series of resident evil in general um i ended up streaming like all the games replaying them all on twitch and everything even like the weird spin-offs like Survivor um and oh, Dead yeah. Aim Oh yeah
1: Oh that's good stuff. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so bizarre. Dead Aim That's, like, what, that's when that's when you
1: really need a fix, <laughs>
4: you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. And uh it kind of like just reinvigorated my love of survival horror games in general too. Like I always loved Silent Hill growing up and stuff. I played more of Silent Hill actually than uh, Resident Evil as a kid. Um but yeah, Resident Evil 2 remake. It, like you guys said, it's what a remake should be. Um, it, it was great, <laughs> and yeah. I'm so glad it's talked about it with you guys. I'm so glad that the patrons picked it.
0: Yeah, me too. Thank you, patrons. Well, interesting, because I mean, not that we need to get into the minutia of it, but this our previous election ended in a tie, and we all had to break that tie, which mm. is in the bylaws. It's in the yeah. bylaws. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, but we it was true. it was unanimous, which is kind of amazing.
2: Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Let's yeah. see if
7: uh, whoever helped break that tie gets the hate that I got for choosing Pokemon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do what want to remind everyone that Nick's vote wasn't even the deciding vote <laughs> on that. Yeah, <laughs> it won by like two or three.
5: Yeah.
2: Um, Thank you, and, Michael. And Roxy, sorry, could I ask oh. one question? You did mention that you went to college, is that where you learned to do the triple indie?
4: Yeah, but only the second time I went to college. Okay, great.
2: (laughs) On College B? Mm, Yeah, on the B route.
1: Okay. Uh, McCaller, regale us with a tale, a sordid tale of zombies.
5: I want to kind of brush through my... I, I feel like I've talked about my Resident Evil history a lot on a lot of these podcasts. You know, the Cliff Notes version is my friend's dad owned a local video game store. And so right when Resident Evil 2 came out, we had a sleepover at a video game store. So cool. uh, and I wanted to play it. He was like, nah, that's the game we're playing. So here's Resident Evil 1 set us up. So Resident Evil 2 was like adulthood <laughs> in Garnet. Like it was the this passage into like the world of adults. So that was very cool. Um, one thing I want to talk about in regards to this game specifically, and I don't know if I've ever told you guys this. In a way, you have me to thank for this remake <laughs> being made. Oh. oh, thank you. Oh, uh, thanks. I was very active. In the uh, Resident Evil community, making and signing and passing around uh, petitions for Capcom <laughs> to remake Resident Evil Two. This is real. This is real. <laughs> uh, I was just like, I'm whatever. I believe out the
3: ghost right story now. more than this. I'm
5: freaking <laughs> out right now. So it was basically whenever I would come across, like, because it was kind of assumed once Resident Evil One was remade. That Resident Evil 2 would be remade in the same style. And the Resident Evil 1 remake came out in like 2002. And we didn't get this game until 2019. So there was a big gap of time. And Capcom was like, yeah, we might do it if the fan demand is there. They were like kind of putzing around it. So whenever I saw a petition, I would sign it. I would share it on the internet. Uh, on my Facebooks. That was the only time I've ever, like, I've had friends with devastating diseases, won't share the link to their GoFundMe, but to get Resident Evil 2 remade, I was active.
2: McCaller has never voted. Yeah. There's, yeah, all of his friends
1: are contracting the T-virus around him, and he won't share their (laughs) GoFundMes.
5: (laughs) This um, came to a head when I yeah. posted a uh, a Facebook post about a Resident Evil 2 like remake Resident Evil 2 in I don't know maybe 2012. Uh and wrote just like as a bit, like this was a cause my grandfather, who is since passed, uh, who I very much love, this is a cause he was very much involved in. Cause it mm-hmm. meant a lot to oh him. Oh my god. And then the link was to a Resident <laughs> Evil 2 petition. And uh, my like adult cousin, who's like 10 years older than me, got really pissed at me.
6: <laughs> was uh. Like,
5: no, our grandfather liked fishing and hunting. You're dishonoring your memory of him by saying he liked a silly game. And then I thought about it for like half a second. I was like, no, no, no. When I was really into Ninja Turtles as a kid, my grandpa would make me Ninja Turtles weapons. Uh, when I super loved Pee-wee Herman, he like went to the store on his own accord and bought like this plastic fireman's helmet and recreated that like Pee-wee Herman eyeball helmet. Uh, if you remember this, his bicycle helmet.
7: Yeah. Um, oh yeah, so you told like... me that he went to get Pee-wee's autograph at that movie theater.
5: <laughs> oh my god.
7: <laughs> RIP, Paul.
1: Oh, and he got that autograph.
5: <laughs> but So, like, with just a little bit of thought, I was like, no, no, no. My grandfather... Would have loved Resident Evil 2 because I love Resident Evil 2. So actually, this isn't a lie. This is actually <laughs> like made me feel better about my connection that's with some my good grandfather. McAller logic, right there. I love that logic. <laughs> yeah. Years after he had passed away, I found another thing I shared in common with him. So I was like, actually, fuck you, Sean, my adult cousin. You yeah. Go right to hell. Whoa. I agree
1: with McCollar here on two accounts. One, fuck Sean, absolutely. <laughs> but and two, I have no respect for the dead either
2: yeah absolutely zero yeah now do you think sean would have
5: liked nick's joke yeah (laughs) i don't know grandpa didn't like gay pornography he liked hunting and fishing
0: (laughs) all right over my head
5: what kind of pornography was he watching
0: i don't know i thought it was like like,
1: litigate it um, i thought it was animal stuff
2: Ooh. No, I'm kidding. I, d- I don't have no idea. No, that's uh... that's Jeremy's classic disrespect for the dead. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. If you're dead, you're out of here. You're out of <laughs> the conversation, baby. Well, oh, yeah, We're moving on. We're what moving we on. What about the undead? And thank you for that, July. I would like to dovetail into more Resident Evil 2 stuff yeah yeah I forgot
7: to mention though Tyler and I are friends with Mr. X he occasionally appears on reactivators (laughs) that's That's true true. oh that's
1: That's fun oh interesting yeah
4: you couldn't get him for this episode of the podcast jeez Uh guys
0: unless is he here (laughs) I got a uh, feeling he might show up later. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I think I think oh, okay.
2: I think he he often needs a refre- pressure for him no, right now. <laughs> he often needs a refresher on how his own voice sounds.
1: Oh, okay, he I might need to remembers. go to the bathroom. He might need to excuse himself to the restroom to do it a little bit. Just yeah. Come back. yeah, I yeah, think yeah.
0: too. If because I'm aware of this character, I, if it's anything like the game, then it might be a couple episodes. If he th- if he comes in when he should, mm-hmm. oh uh, sure, but I can't yeah. say for sure or not.
1: Well, I, did I can tell it. you, I can tell you that this was a game uh, that was re- released in 2019, published by Capcom. And um, it now ha- is basically been ported on every existing console, uh, including the Nintendo Switch. You can do a cloud version of it. Probably wouldn't want to, but.
5: Um, I tried it just this week. Oh, and how was it? I got the little gameplay demo. It's pretty bad. Oh, oh folks, it is—it is like watching uh, a a movie through like if you smeared gla- uh, Vaseline on your television screen. It's just like so low res. Yeah. Leon is so clearly on a different plane of existence from the oh, background. Goodness, um, yeah. So this
1: is coming um off of the heels of uh Resident Evil Seven, which was a, a, a hugely popular game for them. I think that that game did really well for them, and it's sort Some of like heels uh yeah uh, the I uh
0: age, right
1: well a, d? yes are you talking about lady d d d d d the uh the game is uh developed in the re engine we should talk about re engine real quick that's a beautiful mm. engine that's a beautiful yeah. gaming engine I, sure, I it might be yeah. my favorite really uh espe you know i like seeing anything rendered in that engine you know
7: i have Burgers. to say I burgers mine. Lady D
1: <laughs> <laughs>
7: not even joking I was kind of awestruck oh, get ready, by how beautiful he's this not joking is. get ready somebody said, Mr X <laughs>
3: okay <laughs> there,
1: he
3: there he is wow Nick
1: were you saying you were awestruck by this game
7: no nah, I don't want to be sincere it's okay Okay. <laughs> well, I do uh, agree. want to hear Nick, what Nick like...
4: has to say. Yeah,
7: yeah it I is hear too. beautiful. Yeah. Holy yeah. smokes! I I couldn't believe it. I mean, I there were times when I wasn't running from zombies, where I was kind of just standing, especially in the streets in the beginning, and what we'll mm-hmm. cover in this episode. It's just like, oh my gosh, the dynamic lighting and the rain. It's beautiful.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It it sure is. It's it's a Which looker, uh, sure.
7: version are you playing, Nick? Resident Evil 2 Remake, the PS5
2: upgrade. Okay, that's what I'm playing. That's
1: the version I'm playing as well. Yep.
2: game yeah. Me
4: too. Damn, I'm back in the past on my PS4.
2: Do you uh, have a PS5 yet, though, Roxy?
1: No. We got to get the campaign going. We got to oh, get patrons. this campaign going. Get if Roxy
0: We get a PS5. 100
5: more patrons this yeah. month.
1: <laughs> yeah, this month. Hell yeah.
5: Everybody share the GoFundMe link except me. Roxy, <laughs> I begged for
2: a year to get one. Uh-huh. and i finally got one not from anybody who listens <laughs>
4: <laughs> well at least you got one that's the most important part right
2: <laughs> yeah it rocked.
4: okay um, well you're an inspiration someday i'll be like you tyler yeah <laughs> so... one more year Just one more the year. uh
2: to kind
1: of set up the game you know as if you know people listening might not have played it or whatever or uh, basically Te- technically, the game is a like a third-person action game. Uh, it you know sort of developed in a very modern style. Uh, to McCallor's point earlier, you know the expectation was always that we would get that tank-controlled sort of fixed camera version of RE2 as a remake, and that never happened. Instead, they just totally fitted this entire thing into this new sort of style. And I, I guess. Um, uh it, it's it's I I feel like the game is much better for that in a lot of ways and like even though there is something of me that feels like disappointed we didn't get a remake in the aughts maybe like that would have been similar to to this because I do like that tank control version of it I do think that this version of it works uh just as just as well and they're able to do things with the camera i feel like that are just as scary and just as stylized and stuff um does anyone have any strong feelings about this it being in a third person action style versus a fixed camera tank control
7: i i don't i i don't know enough about it to even compare how how is it different exactly this is like third person over the shoulder almost like gears of war right Mm. This is yeah. like years
1: of war, and the old games are like, um, like those old survival horror games on the PS Two, like Silent Hill and Resident Evil, where it's like a fixed camera. You walk yeah, into a room. Yeah, it doesn't follow
4: the player.
1: Yeah, it doesn't follow the player. You'll 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 run into di- it's almost like you're running into a different camera shot. each time Oh, I prefer make... this
0: so much to the, that. There, yeah. even in like the early parts of this game, there's at least like one security camera shot where you're seeing, like an officer like fend off a zombie or something and that's kind of like what when i've watched like mcculler stream that it Mm -hmm. looks like he's doing in the original games
5: that's a great call i didn't realize that (laughs) that there is a little opening cinema very early in this game where an an officer runs between four different security cameras that is exactly that that is the fixed camera that is a Mm -hmm. man moving through a space that's kind of like
0: nick an easter egg it's kind of like your camera now like if there was a zombie rushing you but like we were controlling you the way your camera looks, mm-hmm. um, uh, but we we would never have the camera over your shoulder.
6: Yeah, got
3: it. <laughs> yeah, okay. let's see if this works. Can uh, can you put your right hand <laughs> up, Nick? <laughs> oh, great. Okay, great. That's it. <laughs> oh, it worked.
1: Um, so that's that's technically, I I, I guess how to describe the game. Yeah, but the, I but July I,
3: stop. Down. Keep the hand down. <laughs>
1: we did we did hear from Mikey and Roxy a little bit but I'm actually going to throw it back to them again because I want you guys to if you wouldn't mind describing what Resident Evil is not technically for the listeners like what is what are these games what's the vibe of these games like what what makes these games special you know like how would you describe Resident Evil you know if you had to describe it as different as Silent Hill or different than other franchises
4: Mikey do you want to go first? Yeah I I will say the thing that I I think
5: this remake hits that the old games hit is this kind of like the story and atmosphere and setting are scary and there are jump scares that are coming from the narrative but I think what really makes the game scary even when you played them as many times as Roxy and I and Jeremy have like the gameplay is scary there's Mm -hmm. limited ammo there is limited inventory space there is like it's still not the easiest thing to dodge zombies they have made (sighs) uh in the earlier games because the controls you are essentially an rc car like up is the only way to go forward and then you just spin those controls are a little wonky but even this game that feels so good to play the zombies have like a really wide area that they can grab you and the game is great at funneling you down small corridors so
4: Yeah, I've been, like, trying to get reused to that on this replay, too, which has just been like, oh, yeah, I forgot how much reach these dudes have. Yeah.
5: (laughs) Yeah. And once they tag you, like, you are in a full-on cinema scene where they're biting you, and it's (laughs) violent and scary. Um, But, yeah, there is, like, there's the tension of the monsters, and then there's the tension of the gameplay, which is, oh, fuck, my inventory's full. I just found the coolest item, the absolute thing I've been looking for, and I have to run back through those monsters. I don't have enough ammo to kill them. I have to dodge some of them. How am I going to make this work?
1: Yeah. Roxy, how would you describe it? The the Resident Evil as a franchise?
4: Yeah, I mean, like, I agree with everything Mikey said. And a lot of these kind of focus on mastering areas and, like, maps. And, like, a very tangible sense of progression moving through it. To be like, oh, yeah, I cleared this area. Or I know how to dodge the zombies in this area. I got all the items I needed here. I never have to go back there. Look at me. Look what I did um and i think also this game series focuses a lot on like the characters that you were inhabiting and like moving through the story with uh where it feels like yeah you're you're making sure your friend claire doesn't die you know <laughs> you're uh trying to save little sherry if you can um yeah. and i think it does a very good job of making those characters likable um a lot of them are like maybe a little tropey in some ways but like they're still fun uh In this game in particular, like, the voice performances and the acting and stuff is great. Like, it's leveled up. Um, I do really appreciate, like, the hokey 90s acting from, like, you know, original Resident Evil and Resident Evil 2. Um, Those will always have a special place in my heart, and I don't think they should ever change. But uh, I really like what they've done with the new ones here to make them, like, you know, more modern and feel more like real people
1: absolutely and I think um that was the one thing I was going to add to what y'all were saying but you kind of said it beautifully is that um to me Resident Evil is all about characters I mean really like what makes it special and different I think than something like a Silent Hill is Silent Hill is like you know it's it's a great game and it has so many things that this series doesn't have but I couldn't really tell you the names of most of the characters or protagonists nor do nor do I think it really matters those games are it's more yeah, yeah they're
4: kind of like a psychological interrogation of your main character in a way yeah. where that feels very dreamlike mm-hmm. I guess
1: right and it's like almost like a Twilight Zone kind of punishment that they're going yeah. through as, as opposed to this which is a action you know kind of like an a horror action where you're rooting for your heroes to overcome against your villains and I think that uh, I I could, you know, Chris Redfield, Claire Redfield, Leon Kennedy, Jill Valentine. There's all these, like, uh, stapled characters that we've grown up with over the years. Robert F. Kennedy. Robert (laughs) F. Kennedy. Bobby Kennedy. Richard Nixon.
2: Leon Bridges. (laughs) Yeah.
4: Another big thing that these games all have, too, is, like, anti, like, big money like anti-capitalist kind of to a degree as well where it's like these big big pharma yeah these big horrible corporations who don't give a shit about the people who they grind under the gears of whatever plan they're trying to make happen and you're just Mm. playing as one of those people trying to like do your best and get out of there
2: (laughs) yeah can can i ask what other games these two characters are in
4: together or do they
2: different? do they ever they do reappear right marvel yeah. versus yeah. capcom 3
3: <laughs>
5: marvel versus capcom mm-hmm. yeah. they have icons and super smash brothers ultimate leon right. is the main character of four right and then claire, claire is, is the in... main character of code veronica mm-hmm. which is also kind of four like they both took three off and then they each yeah. got their own <laughs> next game yeah. okay yeah. that's cool
4: and then Leon is one of the playable characters in six. There's like six playable characters in six. Yeah. Leon is one of them. Um, and, and then it... Claire is in some of the, she's in the spin-off, Resident Evil Revelations. Mm. Revelations 2. Which is actually really good. Uh, cool. i recommend it.
1: Yeah. And what's neat, I think what's neat about that too is that there's a continuity, Tyler. Like, like when you see Leon again in four, he's different. Like, because he's been through this and now mm-hmm. he's like kind of more of a, badass and more competent and stuff whereas in this game he's like more buff he's like like green and he's like
4: well i, I don't gee i don't know uh, he's like cute he little naive boy scout yeah. know what the hell he's doing basically right.
2: i did i did have to ask my friend because i did play part of the four remake and i was like is this the guy from four and he went <laughs> i don't know <laughs>
6: <laughs> that's very fun
2: Thanks, uh, Jack.
1: one thing i also wanted to to bring up too and like uh you know these games are whether it's intentional or not, just like we'd had to broach this topic at Sonic. These games are very horny. Like resident evil is a very horny franchise and it is like, People come to it for that too. You'll see like thirst trap Leon Kennedy's all day on Twitter. You know, it's like people, people love it. People get really into, I've never seen that. Is this all your feed? <laughs> well, I'm typing, I'm searching for it specifically. Uh-huh. So I guess that's probably on me. Sure. Can I ask a
0: question about the horny factor? Yeah. Yeah. Are the games horny in the sense that like the characters are like, hot and like the 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 public sexualizes the characters, or are there like horny parts in the game that like I don't there's know
5: hits? There are very much yeah. like, There there are uh, uh docks from which you could sail your horny boat out of.
1: Yeah, you know, that the game okay. provides <laughs> you. Yeah, <laughs> there, there's also a lot of just you know with any horror uh, anything. There's a lot of you know people stabbing something mm-hmm. into someone there's all these mm. like allusions to sexuality in yeah. the horror genre period a
5: lot of insertion resident evil 3 yeah. has some real big insertion moments. yeah there's
4: one scene in particular that's like that's somebody's fetish that they snuck in here that we didn't yes. need but they put yes. in there anyway okay we
1: needed it i think fetish <laughs> we is the key <laughs> roxy like i think that's the key is like there's a lot of fetish stuff in resident Evil. for example lady d in eight is this sort of fetish of like a growth fetish or whatever like um
4: yeah I feel like it, she it, kind it, of yeah. eclipsed a lot of that just game in general and everybody's perception uh-huh. of that game um right I, and I then mean... she of course turns into a big monster and the funny thing is people are like oh people are going to be grossed out by that but it's like mm, i know that's no. still appealing to a particular subject of folks <laughs> so just like heightened. Yeah,
2: just she, heightened. she went from 10 feet to 12 feet
4: and I now she's got wings and is a decaying yeah. creature cool. i can't believe Lord
0: i King's asked,
2: just losing their mind
4: <laughs> how could i
0: ask if this franchise is horny and just like totally forget lady d and like that mm. phenomenon a couple years ago well I'm, and I apologize. Even,
1: even with this game i don't you know should. if you guys remember modders got a hold of it right away and turned <laughs> oh, mr x into like what a giant <laughs> penis and stuff and like
5: <laughs> put him in like, like bondage gear
1: yeah, yeah, it it became super horny. I well, mean, people are horny for this Wearing no.
4: The time reason like the tank engine and funny mo- mods too, but yeah, yeah. the horny the, ones were the first ones.
2: The reason I know she is ten feet tall is because people <laughs> bullied the developers to release the like how tall she is
4: <laughs>
3: and her shoe
2: size, which I didn't. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. But I think Connor, it
1: is mostly like. Unintentional, like okay. oh, not unintentional, yeah. but like people take it and then they go nuts online. Rule thirty-four well, stuff. Yeah, color, it's not
4: super overt. For
3: I'm sure you yep. know about this. I think in the original, aren't there like, I don't know if it's in this, but there's like posters on the wall of like bikini women and like mm-hmm. there's like a even up, like, up top a secret, there is, and even like there's like a secret photo of one of the other. Police officers, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah.
4: Oh, the Rebecca photo. Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. There is enough. There is exactly enough there that it's not coming out of the blue. But it's not so much that like. Are there any series that are like explicitly horny? I'm trying to think. Sonic. Of those, like
1: Well, sonic. you have something like what is it? Lollipop Chainsaw or whatever. You sure. have games like BMX yeah. XXX that are like, they're like what is trying to be horny. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Which I would almost argue the the like the or alive beach volleyball, you know, yeah. it is a, a little more chaste than even like horror movies, right? Like we're not oh, yeah. seeing tits the way we see them no. in Friday the Thirteenth, no. and I do think that's like the scientifically accurate term for the way we see boobs in those movies. You know what I mean? Like it just yeah, mm. it's it's yeah. like law like lurid and kind of kind of right. kind of uh, gross. It's a little uh, uh, surface level frosting on a, yeah, on a not cape, artsy at all it's
4: not yeah they, it's not, they, well there's are really beautiful actively, they narratively actively avoid romance also like yeah. none of these characters were romantically involved except oh. for ethan and his wife who are already married like mm. they're not interested That's in true. telling a love story or like these characters are just partners they just survive together they don't they don't think about sex so i Although, think maybe an absence of that also makes people fill it in possibly mm.
1: I agree with that. I think I think because, like, both Claire and Leon, and to be honest, all of them appear so virginal, like, that they're, yeah. like, you can't imagine any of them having sex. And mm. I think that kind of repression breeds, like, I ship oh, but them, what man. if, you know?
7: Um, that said, there's a little moment in the second episode where I thought I caught a hint of something between Claire yeah, and Yeah, there's, and I. like, I a like, flirty Ooh.
4: vibe
1: there. A, yeah, and I, and it's interesting, too, that dynamic, because I, I, f- I felt... I don't know if we're talking about the same scene, but I felt it more from Claire than Leon Leon almost sort of brushes her off and Claire mm-hmm. and Claire more excited to see him. But then there's then there is Lee, Leon and Ada, which we won't get into for a while on the show. But Leon and Ada have a will they won't they mm. sort of relationship mm. that carries over through the games. But it's so it's know. like very subtle and it's not like ever the main focus of the plot or anything. So, um, mm. cool. Well, uh, any other table setting about RE2 remake before we jump into uh, lights up
3: the game starts? Um, I just want to mention real quick with the PS5 upgrade, uh, McCuller and Jeremy, did you notice like it was way more brighter than the PS4 version?
1: I I make sure to have my settings, my display settings cranked way down. Making it so that it, mm-hmm. I I adjust it dark because okay. I like yeah,
5: yeah I like it really dark. so
3: like a good twenty minutes I was fiddling around with that because it was just so bright yeah at first mm-hmm. yeah um, there's that's just more light
5: that it can render yes so did you
1: pick kinda... ray
3: tracing light I did yeah. yeah yeah it's good it it works well but I think yeah you have to crank it down yeah mm-hmm. so even like in the this opening cutscene that we'll get into like it really it really made it seem like oh no i'd rather have it dark like you were saying like so i kind of had to fiddle around with the settings yeah anyway that's it Mm. yeah yeah i
1: I agree with you i think you i think you kind of want the flashlight to act as a real flashlight in a pitch black room because that's the most effective yes
4: and if your brightness is turned up too high it's kind of hard to see what your flashlight is illuminating because it's just so light blasted
1: yeah yeah and it might even be hard to see items in the room too even though that's not really an issue we'll get into the map the map is the best this this is the best map ever made for a primo map i love it so much yeah um okay so uh let's get into it oh yeah
4: real quick just one thing yeah so Um, they have the original soundtrack and the new soundtrack, mm-hmm. and like different outfits you can pick before you start the game. What did you guys choose?
3: Mm. I've done both before. Little... I I went with the original this time.
4: Okay, I, I went original, original soundtrack. outfits too and original outfits yeah is that a
0: feature available if you've played it before or is it available to everyone because i totally missed it i missed it too i have no idea what this
4: is is it's dlc that is for free that you can download i believe right Mikey? Mm. the costumes
5: unlock after a playthrough so you don't have a costumes option and i think the original soundtrack might be like a pre-order bonus kind of thing shoot was it okay yeah Yeah,
1: Uh, i'm I'm sure you can get it (laughs) But I there's the there's also
5: like is a DLC pack for like five dollars that unlocks everything including mm-hmm. all of that so like oh, you can cool. po- if you wanted to poke around and look at some of the costumes i don't love any of the other costumes.
4: one of them is like yeah. polygonal models where you can mm-hmm. look like you were the yeah. polygon models that from is the original cool. game that's which is cool. so funny just yeah. reacting in a realistic environment oh, with yeah. like these chunky polygon hands like, and stuff
0: like an odyssey how you can or my mm-hmm. yeah. odyssey yes, you can wear exactly. the 64 costume that's yeah, amazing yeah.
1: <laughs> the uh I- i'll say that i'm doing all like new to this game score and costumes, but I'm also, and I forgot to mention this up top. I can't believe I forgot. I'm playing the original Resident Evil 2 alongside of this.
4: Oh, rad.
1: So I, so I'm getting both, I'm getting fed. I'm eating good.
0: (laughs) I got both going. I want to do that. Like, but I just need to get a, I mean, I could buy it, you know, on a number of platforms, but I do want to play it on a PS1 on this old tv um i'm just trying to find a cheaper yeah. one than what i'm looking than what i've been finding so
1: I, I think that might be the easiest and cheapest way to legitimately play okay it, is still ps1 because yeah. i think if you try to get a gamecube copy or
5: oh. something like that like, or yeah. GameCube copies like 150 bucks yeah yeah i think that. ps1
4: yeah. copies like around 60 which mm. is relatively yeah. reasonable and that's like complete yeah. with a manual if you care about that okay connor um, i'll cool. tell you
5: what i i need to own that original playstation one so maybe i'll just pull the trigger and buy it and lend it to you you so
4: don't have it now. Mikey. It's my own i know
1: i'm surprised <laughs> you don't have that yeah.
5: yeah i've got it on gamecube i do have the gamecube one um Darn. and i mostly play it on pc at this point mm. that's where that's speed true. runs of that original game take place on so uh i yeah. do have
1: through emulation yeah pc on emulation uh yeah, it's 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 a blast. I will say I did play. I did for some stupid reason choose Leon A and doing Claire B. So I finished. I've so far finished a Leon A, and then I'm like gonna. I'm moving into Claire B right now. Moving so I'm I'm around. actually sort of caught up. I'm playing along now with with
5: uh, my Claire. Mm. My Claire I'll, I'll tell you why that is, and it's fucked up, and I don't care for it. The original well, Resident Evil yeah. Two came on two discs. Yes, and one disc was just Leon, and one disc was just Claire. And Leon is disc one, so they accidentally told you Leon is first, but the way the story progresses, and I don't want to get into it to spoil things, there are story points that come up in later Resident Evils that reveal, oh, this is very clear. It it was Claire A, Leon B. And I also just feel that, like, specifically for this remake, Claire A, Leon B feels like the correct heightening. It feels Mm -hmm. like the story tracks yeah, more clearly as opposed to like Leon kind of takes a big jump and then we settle down for Claire. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. we can build all. The well,
1: all of Claire's stuff pretty much happens earlier in the playthrough. All of her big story beats, and then all of Leon's happen towards the end of a playthrough. Right, right. So that's why I think it's kind of it makes more sense if it's like Claire a Leon beat
7: as well. But it's like um, um, you got to play uh big the cat before you can play e102 yeah. gamma right absolutely it exactly. in the correct mm-hmm. way yeah. yeah you won't know what
1: the fuck is going on
7: I will say <laughs> I had no uh, I'm a part... robot <laughs> <laughs> I had no part in choosing this because I do not know what you guys were talking about with a and b and whatnot but playing it there was a part of me that was like wait a minute so Leon's the rookie. I could see how you might pick him first, Mm. especially because you keep hearing about him over and over. There's this parallel story that's happening. But I'm very much enjoying Claire as kind of an intro into the game for me.
1: And an intro into Leon. I think it actually works cool that way. It it builds Leon Mm -hmm. up. And then when Leon finally, you finally get to play as him, the whole, well, you'll see, I don't want to spoil too much, but, Things are different when Leon mm. hits the scene. So that's true.
5: It's... Everybody's talking about Leon. Nobody knows Claire. No one <laughs> so knows Claire. They, yeah. they don't bring her up. And why would they?
1: Yeah. So it almost feels like an intentional thing of they're making building your anticipation for Leon. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, and I also will say that even though they had an opportunity to kind of change this A B nonsense in the game leon is listed first and claire's underneath leon so it's mm-hmm. like still they're it's like they're intentionally tricking just, you or something
5: it's cuz it's alphabetical by last name okay <laughs> <Simple> <laughs> yeah that. that makes sense uh
1: yeah okay um okay so yeah we have this very iconic opening to to the game it's uh it's a truck driver yeah we meet he's... the real hero of Not only
3: (laughs) this podcast, but the whole network. Yeah. This whole network podcast. Yeah, it's just. Wow, what a guy.
0: We probably don't have a super NPC radio.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. I've
5: been trying to get him on the
1: pod for months.
5: I I think because Roxy wasn't on that podcast. And for anybody who hadn't listened (laughs) to it, uh, when this game came out in 2019, the truck driver won best new character in our game of the year awards. (laughs) And I think he won at least one other year. Is that right, July? Do you remember? That sounds like, the, right. next wow. yeah. the next he year. The next year. He won the what next year guy. also for best new character. <laughs> yeah, you can tell we take the <laughs>
0: awards quite seriously. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. Obviously, I mean that guy just has such star power. How can you not?
7: Best and he has, really... And he has such cool takes. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, I laughed so hard. <laughs> It, even I didn't. I forgot it was coming. Yeah, despite all the times it's come up on these podcasts, yeah. it just was so unexpected. And the fact that he was eating a burger in his car by himself yeah. made it ten times funnier.
6: Yeah, there Dude's, is. It, it's it's great. so
5: much richer of a text than I remember. Like, <laughs> all the, I think I've skipped this cutscene every time I played it since I initially played it. But like, so many details. He has an earring. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. does. <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, he's, cool. Do. I, he's cool. He's cool. Wife guy. He, wife he guys does
2: usually yeah. do.
1: He does make a, a joke about how on the radio we're hearing, you know, it's basically a talk radio show, like a late night. I almost feel like it's like a coast to coast show. Sort of like
3: thing. the original podcast.
1: Yeah. Radio. And uh, he's uh And on the show, it's a guy talking about, I was at the bar and this woman came after me and you know whatever and they're and you know and he's like huh sounds like my wife or whatever like because he's describing her being looking dead i think right yeah. is that yeah. it like cool? rotting yeah, like flesh aggressive. on her face
6: <laughs> oh right yeah. like,
1: my wife sounds like my wife <laughs> like my she has wife. that
5: rare disease where her skin is <laughs> Jesus,
1: he
4: also so laughs like to wife. himself he's like yeah that's a really funny joke i just made. got her, mm-hmm. <laughs> got yeah. her. Yeah. i got her i <laughs> got he her so out his uh,
5: stand-up notebook and writes yeah it down. right now, yeah. I do.
0: I don't want to cut down our hero too much, but I do have some <laughs> criticism for the way that he eats his burger. Uh, okay, he thinks, let's hear it. Let's and hear fork. it. I don't care. And be
1: careful, s- Connor. You're coming at the best right now. <laughs> I
0: know. I'm really playing with fire and my potential future here at this network, um, uh, and podcasting in general. I don't care how sloppy of an eater you are. Who eats a burger while you're like? Look, I love eating while i'm en route when i'm on the road i love like when i'm taking a road trip i love get, specifically i will get Pizza. carl's jr uh, i'll get a famous star an order of fries and a big soda i've got a whole method um i can't believe that this guy takes his thing the, the burger fully out of the wrapper yeah. like you yeah. know they're sauce dripping out of it you're yeah. getting that on your pants yes oh yeah. Yep. Like, but is I'm he such
1: a slob form. that
0: he just doesn't care? Yeah, I think yeah. that's the point, but mm. I I just had to point out that I thought that was nuts. Or,
3: or is it that he's just such a hard worker? You know, this is like the 12th hour of his truck driving shift. He's just like, mm. I gotta eat. I don't have a
7: take. All I'll say is I've done it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and also, Connor,
1: thank you for bringing up Carl's Jr. Because I actually feel like that's what he's eating. He is eating yeah. a burger from
7: oh,
0: specifically he's
2: eating a 6 dollar burger. Yeah, it's a 6 dollar burger. <laughs> he yeah. was hooked by the... by the
6: way.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. He yeah. he was hooked by the advertising. The sexy yep. ladies. Yeah. Paris <laughs> yeah. Hilton.
5: Stars? Sounds like not my life. Right, wife. guys. Stars. Ah. Yeah. Oh
3: yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, famous stars. All right. Uh, so, uh so
1: he then just absolutely plows into (laughs) us a woman walking in the middle of the road and i took down this is my first note i took down is like um you know awesome hey is that in your notes (laughs) uh, yeah i said awesome no i i wrote down (laughs) love the hair coming off the hood of the semi truck Mm. there's this shot of like just this like after he's hit this woman you just see like the hair flying off of the hood Mm -hmm. almost from this like this angle outside of the windshield outside of the car and it like it just looks stunning and i very evocative and great
0: detail too
1: like uh, like it's a shot i haven't seen before in like movies yeah you know it's just like a really well-placed thing and i was like oh like it does so much those type of moves do so much for making you feel so immersed and
0: um, yeah if this were like law and order or detective show if this were Columbo for example. yeah, yeah, And that was a real, that was an alive woman and not just a zombie that he would later get attacked by. Mm-hmm. Um, then th- if he would try to cover this up, they would find that hair in the grill of his truck,
2: I think. Oh yeah, yeah. big time. Mm. And teeth. God. Jeremy and Connor would never talk about Sonic like this.
1: <laughs> so uh, he, you know, it's that classic zombie scene kind of after that where once he stops... You know, she like goes flying and then he comes out and he's checking on her and gets a phone call, I believe, or hears on the radio something. And then as he's turned around, you see the zombie get up behind Mm -hmm. him.
0: He's quite concerned,
1: too. And, you know, he's toast. Mm -hmm.
4: Yeah.
7: Yeah. But not immediately.
1: (laughs) Nope. Nope. We will meet up with this trucker a little bit later.
2: So To, um, to hear how he would podcast with Brian Callen. You know, we'll never get it. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Shame. He is one of the Legion of Skanks.
1: (laughs) Uh, Okay. So uh, now we get Claire uh, on a motorcycle. Absolute, like, just so cool. Is there anything more badass than Claire pulling into town? on her motorcycle dude.
0: no jacket in the rain like she is just on fire she's yeah. wearing a red leather jacket in mine red leather jacket yeah oh sorry i'm watching oh, it... i'm watching this video and over and over and she's just wearing a shirt nothing oh. i think it's oh, the costume a different it's the yeah, modern version over and over yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh claire pulls up and immediately my first note was like oh i just had totally forgotten how much i love claire as like a protagonist as someone i'm gonna like play in this game i'm like oh yeah i forgot <laughs> i forgot how great claire is i'm like so psyched to, to so you uh pull into a gas station and you notice some suspicious things there's a police car with all of its doors open sort of just
3: sitting there and then you see on... the gas prices are incredibly low you're like what's yeah. up here what's going on yeah yeah
1: gas <laughs> prices are a dollar what's the catch
3: mm-hmm. well wow, i <laughs> yeah. guess you don't have a war in
7: ukraine going on
1: yeah yeah no <laughs> war in ukraine yet umbrella
7: hasn't started the war in ukraine yet um, i did find a thanks biden sticker on the gas pump. <laughs> <box. laughs> mm-hmm. i did uh that.
1: And I believe, so I think this is, like, maybe one of the first, like, sort of deviations from the original game, like, completely where I believe that Leon and Claire meet in a diner. Yes. Is that correct? Yeah. So, Uh, yeah.
5: In the original, the truck driver goes to the gas station Mm -hmm. and gets bit there, and that's when he goes, guy's a maniac. Why'd he bite me? Why'd he bite me? Yeah. All we get of the truck driver and all we get of the gas station. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. And in this game, they turned it into your little tutorial section, which was very smart, I thought.
4: Yeah, and there's even some set dressing with Claire on a phone call, like talking mm-hmm. about that she's looking for Chris, so you like know why she's here pretty mm-hmm. pretty easily too.
7: Yeah, and down, like, oh go. Oh, cool. I wrote down a note at this point as I was just starting the game, and you know, you see you get a little camp with the truck driver, and then Claire shows up. I was intrigued, but this early, I wrote down because. Michael McCuller had texted earlier in our NPCs group chat that he was replaying this game and getting emotional. So mm-hmm. I wrote, why does this game make McColler emotional? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know. You know yeah. I, I have my, it. I have my theories. I know why it can make me overwhelmed with joyful emotions, but, <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe we'll find out. McCaller, anytime we get to a point when you feel like
5: you were overwhelmed
1: with emotion, just shout it out.
5: It was here. What happened? Oh, wow. Yeah,
1: yeah, let's walk us through it. So what happens I, here?
5: I am playing, and actually, I've been meaning to introduce this concept for a long time, and maybe I'll say it again at the end and remind me to say it at the beginning of the next episode. Called I'm religion. playing this game. <laughs> I'm changing my religion. I am playing this game on Hardcore Oh, But I'm playing it very, very slowly, and I'm kind of exploring, and I'm not, like, opening any safes. I haven't read the note that tells me the the combination for it. Like, I'm not using any of my speedrun knowledge. I'm playing it as though it's completely fresh. And I am playing it in a way that I'm trying to not get bit. Any zombies that I get bitten by, I'm tracking the number of bites that I take in this playthrough. And for every zombie bite, not boss attacks, not like mm-hmm. uh, death by other kinds of monsters, but every zombie bite, I'm going to randomly select one of our Patreons and gift them a $5 gift card to their eShop, Steam, PlayStation Network store of choice. Whoa. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. So I ready to not bite, not be bitten, but. Yeah. That You've is been a- bitten
3: a hundred times now, right?
5: <laughs> I went in that first section and took a number of bites. This reminds me of that
3: Tim Robinson sketch
1: where he has to like refund their money if he se- if he talks. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the- yes, yeah.
5: Keeping <laughs> track. Yeah. Um. But all that is to say, when I first started this game up and first got control of Claire again, I was like, I'm going to really take my time. I'm going to like explore this in a way that I absolutely have not done since the first time I played this game in 2019. Yeah. And there are little details that I totally missed. Mm-hmm. Um. You can run down the street. <laughs> just away from the gas station.
1: Oh, I've never done that. I've Ooh. never thought
5: to do either. And she runs for a while. She runs past that big Raccoon City home of Umbrella sign that we've seen in the opening cut scene. And she doesn't remark upon it, but you can just run your Claire past it. She gets to know, she just goes, middle of nowhere, turns around. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> uh, what, what I remember. Oh, um, and then great. the other details that I saw here that I had never noticed before On the outside, there's a sign advertising hamburgers. Oh, okay. No kind of hamburgers. Just the general concept of hamburgers. Yeah, it's It's like when you drive
1: past a strip mall and it just says Italian food. And you're like, that's (laughs) where they have that. This is
5: when you teared up? And that's when I teared up. (laughs) I was like, this game has so many, like, It's the idea of like knowing someone so well, but then all of a sudden you find out new things about them. Like when I Mm. find out how much Tyler Schnupp cares about the movie Back to School starring Rodney Dangerfield. Like Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. I've known Tyler Schnupp for years, and it makes me kind of emotional. I'm like, wow, there's even more to know about this guy that I already like. How exciting. Yeah. uh, That's how I felt so many
1: different Rodney Dangerfield
0: stuff that Tyler (laughs) likes. Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs) Lil' Nicky.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Um, I will say uh, because we're talking about entering the gas station and stuff, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, I also am trying to take my time a little bit, as you know, being my first playthrough, just checking out details, looking at like the fidelity of stuff, and like Nick was commenting, this game is absolutely gorgeous. You know, I I understand that I'm playing on the PS5 upgrade, but like I'm sure the PS4 version is also quite excellent.
4: Oh yeah, no, it's still beautiful.
0: Um, and because this is my first true, you know, true full Resident Evil experience. Everything I do in every like little building and room I enter, I'm just like I'm I'm like flashlight up, like is mm-hmm. something around this corner. I'm like checking I'm checking corners before going around other corners to not be surprised. And I feel like the gas station um is like Roxy described it as like a tutorial. And I think it is a great uh little introduction. There's not too much mm-hmm. going on. You're not introduced yeah. to too many concepts, but just enough to uh whet that appetite uh and I found it fun and and I had like two jump scares in here
1: <laughs> yeah so um for time's sake just to keep it moving we uh I think you know they basically like McCaller said tutorialize you here in this gas station they kind of teach you how to run how to open things I think they uh get you get your gun here. Um, and you see your introduction to a zombie, uh, which I think is, um, or one that you're going to have to take care of. And I think this is kind of evoking a little bit of Resident Evil one, right? It's like a mm. z- zombie hunched over a body and then the slow turn into camera is like mm-hmm. a sort of iconic Resident Evil one thing. And, and then of course the zombie gets up and then what are you guys doing? Everyone shooting him, getting him down and then trying to figure out what to do next. Cause you, you don't have to kill any zombies in here. I don't think. Right.
4: No, you can you can run. Yeah. Uh but you have to go get the key, which is past the guy.
1: Behind um, him. Yeah. Yeah.
4: So it's I kind of a choice to Oh sorry. Him. You did.
7: And immediately I was like, why did I do that? I was so mad then he just didn't die from a headshot. Mm-hmm. I got over right. it. I got over it. Cause you know, if I, I don't die from getting bit on the neck, then it's mm. okay if the zombie doesn't <laughs> die from a headshot. Right. I think there's, so you're you're gonna have to get used to that. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I, I'm really good at getting headshots in this game, and they do not oh, do much. How? That's
1: great, uh, Nick. I was actually going to talk about how I'm not good at it. Like mm. I like I I struggle with, uh, or to me it feels authentic in a way where yeah. it's like this is kind of how it would be if I was really trying to shoot somebody, which I would <laughs> like miss almost every time. <laughs> uh, so, but and I but I do think that what helps this the the challenge for combat is in how well these zombies move like they're always sort of they have this like floating kind of slow thing where heads are sort of like swaying and it makes it where you're like you can't really predict exactly where the head's gonna go next you Mm -hmm. know i just i think it's great i think the design on these on these zombies are are incredible and you know just such a uh, step up from anything we've seen in the series before I
5: think mm-hmm. you know like uh and Nick I was gonna ask you because there's this bizarre little aiming mechanism if you stand still your your aim zeros in and and focuses so you can get a more precise shot but like did your cod cod skills because you as we all know you're the cod king did they transfer to this 100%
7: wow. it's Amazing. reticle shooting for sure mm-hmm. I I uh This was my critique at the end of our Sonic Games Club, that I I understand why I was wrong, but why I thought I was right. You can really only get the good shot if you do stand still, which means Mm. that running and gunning is not that effective. Otherwise, Mm. you're hitting a lot of body shots or just fully missing, which started to happen to me a lot in this game. And I was like, I'm wasting so much ammo. But (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> absolutely i i do a lot of sniping in call of duty mm. Warzone, and i i do feel like it translated a bit so there is like
4: mechanical aspects to the zombies that mikey you probably know more from speedrunning stuff that you can tell me if if i'm wrong here but like body parts will degrade like you can shoot arms off you can shoot legs off to like you know kneecap a zombie so now it can't run at you or knock its arms off so now it can't grab you oh um and also headshots don't necessarily do more damage, but they have a chance to crit. So you could just like completely blow up their head on one of those shots and save mm-hmm. your ammo. So that's like the benefit to doing headshots. But yeah, like you were saying, sometimes you will get body shots and stuff, or you can hit him in the head like five times and he won't die. <laughs> yeah.
7: Uh, yeah, which I felt like, I almost feel like the crit chance isn't worth it because it feels so randomized. If their head's going to explode, I, it maybe only mm-hmm. happened to me with two or three yeah i, I think saying, I, had yeah. so far for me.
1: um I, i and it's you know we'll get into this more as we go like everything but like there's also a kind of a motivation to do away with these zombies like because there's a continuity to them like they won't if you clear out a room then you kind of don't have to worry about that room again
4: yeah
5: there is such a continuity this is such a well-made game that like wherever you drop a zombie their body just stays there yeah, you kill a zombie. It stay it falls in the hall. You run around the whole any other game would dissolve that body so you yeah. don't have to the game doesn't have to process it. You know, it doesn't have to stay in its memory anymore. This game is just like, nah, man, yeah. kill the zombie there. That's where that zombies it.
7: That gave yeah. me one of my biggest scares early on where I walked <laughs> over
5: a body and it wasn't fully dead.
7: <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, there's yeah. so many of those that are just like waiting to spook you. That,
1: uh... and sometimes it's so clear they're gonna get up and you're just like, when's it gonna happen you're like what do i need to do to trigger it to get up um, yeah i've
4: definitely wasted bullets when i where i was like i can't remember if that one does get up and so i'll shoot it in the head just to make sure and then yeah if it doesn't get up then i waste a bullet if it does then okay <laughs> maybe i'd save myself a little bit
1: so if you get the key and you unlock the side door to get out of the freezer sort of area um you're gonna have to run through the the Gas station, like little maze, because they've knocked over, you know, a zombie in there has knocked over different shelving and, and, and you, you know, it, it's very harrowing and you're, and you're, it, you, it feels like they're right on your heels. They do a good job of making it feel like, oh my God, I got to get out of this door. And as soon as you do, you get the iconic Leon Claire uh, meeting for the first time, which is, uh, I would say this moment's like an echo of how it looks in the original game, where it's somebody opens a door and then someone has a gun drawn and they're mm-hmm. like, get down. And then she pops down and boom, Leon tags the zombie behind her. And uh, yeah, the lines iconic. are exactly the same. Yeah.
5: <laughs> wait, don't shoot. Get down. Like, I want to yeah. go to wait, a rap concert shoot. and just be like, when yeah. I say wait, don't wait, shoot, don't you shoot. say you get down. Get down.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. It's uh, It's great and then um and then yeah like you know I, I is that leon's car or is it just a random I think the, is
0: that the, car there when you enter yeah it's yes. the cop
4: who got bit like by the zombie oh, in the yes. oh oh great he and yeah. help and then yeah he doesn't make it so we'll, he doesn't need that car yeah <laughs> you know, so quick.
1: we don't really know how leon got there we'll find that out later i guess
4: speaking of that
5: cop who was a uh, in the in the gas station already the sketching Something I totally forgot about this guy. He was arresting that zombie. <laughs> yeah. His arm <laughs> behind him. And it's going to take him and give him due process. Yeah. <laughs> Very yeah. funny.
6: Movie.
1: Yeah. this is We're at the point in the zombie horror tropes of it all where they don't know what these are yet. They still right. think that they're just... Yeah.
4: Like, when you get to the Troubled police station, men. they've been under siege for days. Yeah. There's no one's yeah. talking about it. This man should know, unless he's from yeah. out, of, out of the city or something. You're
2: going Singapore. downtown, he keeps saying. <laughs> yeah. He brings him downtown, and everyone's like,
4: what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, no, exactly.
0: throw him out of the car. <laughs> this guy has no concept of Miranda rights.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh. Okay, so, yeah, once you get in the car with Leon, you guys are heading into the city, mm-hmm. and... um. I I believe you have a brief conversation before something happens that I completely forgot about, which is the uh, credit sequence that happens in this
5: game. Oh, yeah. Like a TV show.
1: Like, yeah. Or it reminded me of uh, Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead, where it has that like Johnny Cash song playing. And it's like, does the B roll of all the news reports and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, you get a nice little uh, intro. This this was the first time where I noticed like uh or I could put words to the just the design. The overall design choices of this game. It's like everything is just perfect. Like the colors yeah. are perfect, the fonts, everything is just it all works together and to establish this beautiful tone.
5: Um it, it it's interesting you say that because the Getting to the final, like, title card, when it says Resident Evil 2 very big, it does come from a city. And, mm-hmm. and cities are designed exactly like that, right? Like, it's a grid. It's, you want to have the correct flow. You want everything to work together correctly. Like, it's it, it's something that, like, there's not a city kind of trope in horror, I don't think. I don't think cities are necessarily, like, the kind of place that, where you think of, like, the haunted house of Resident Evil 1. Uh, or... Uh, a, a lot of horrors will do like, you know, we uh, an orphanage feels like a good horror location. Cities really aren't, but Resident Evil 2 almost feels like it's grabbing the city aesthetic and saying oh. like, we are the city horror trope.
7: My addendum to that a little bit is that I think cities are somewhat associated with zombies now but I don't know if that was Mm -hmm. the case before like Walking Dead really leaned into that Last of Us a little bit too but it feels like more of a modern thing maybe Resident Evil inspired it to some extent.
1: I think that this game is uh, definitely aping off of the Living Dead franchise so it's like Mm -hmm. RE1 is in one location like Night of the Living Dead, RE2 is in a a more of a city thing which is like dawn yeah. of the dead um but yeah i definitely remember when this game came out in the 90s that being so sick like you're yeah. like oh my gosh we get to explore this whole city and they do such good ps1 trickery to make you kind of feel like you do even though it's really uh-huh. you're outside for like again. two seconds yeah and then it's yeah. the police station again <laughs> Anyway, so yeah we get this we get this scene with uh claire and leon and i one note i took is that claire waits kind of a long time to mention that her brother is also a cop which yeah. i was like that'd be the first yeah. thing i would say right away it's yeah. like oh you're a cop my Do you a cop. know my brother yeah do you know my brother you probably do like you're a cop are you guys friends yeah well i think but does he
4: say it's his first day yet because then she's probably like oh i guess he wouldn't i don't I remember suppose.
5: hearing maybe he does maybe i think they both might. like
4: intro like this is my motivation for being here oh <laughs> Now right. I'm Leon.
5: What's your want?
4: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, um, Yeah. absolutely. Okay, so we get to this kind of pivotal moment where they get to a break in the road where they can't go further in the car. Zombies start to wake up all around them and sort of surround the car, and they, I, I think they try to back up, and that's when they notice our truck-driving friend has <laughs> is coming toward them at with no brakes in mind. I and... didn't
0: expect to see this guy again. I thought it <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, was baby. just like sort of an opening scene that was yeah. like, hey, yeah, the zombie stuff is happening, but hey, here he comes to ruin your day. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: very Chekhov's uh, misogynist truck driver. I'll say it.
7: Seeing him again was the first time I got emotional. Yeah,
1: yeah. I was. I got emotional when I saw what that accident did to his burger. i was bummed out i was like did he finish it (laughs) yeah bummed out did he Um, finish it (laughs) finished finish finish it uh so yeah the truck uh plows into your car and one thing i love about this scene is that they're trying to get out and you think the scene is going to be like they get out at the very last minute and then but no the scene is the truck just hits that car super hard
6: mm-hmm.
1: and then it's like they get all spun around and then they get out and then the car explodes mm-hmm. uh so they're Gosh, not feeling they good <laughs> yeah they take some they big take, hits
0: especially claire claire like also i think that it's the the truck like explodes and it sends her flying into the car that she just got out of mm-hmm. it's like tom yeah. cruise in mission impossible 3 it's so yeah. sick
6: yeah Very cool.
1: it's pretty it's sick brutal
7: she like she could have died there
4: it's that motorcycle um, jacket, all that padding.
7: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> not in but, Connor's
7: version. Yeah, not in this <laughs> version. I'm
0: watching as we talk. Uh over and over. Like I knew uh they did a good job, I feel like, of of separating the two characters and it not being like, hey, that was cheap. It felt I mean, and even if it was cheap, who gives a shit really? But uh oh. you get separated from Leon um and you just going off on your own merry way. Yeah,
1: Claire, you okay? He's like on yeah. the other side of the what hey, you okay, Claire?
5: <laughs> Definitely a level up sounds... from Resident Evil ones, uh, <laughs> let's split up now. Yeah, <laughs> story yeah. that separates okay, our we don't meet okay. again for a long time. <laughs>
1: yeah. I dig your communication style, pal. It's very direct. Uh, so yeah, then, um, so you get split up from Leon, he's gonna take a different route, you're forced to take uh this particular path all of this stuff is actually quite linear um but they do a good job just like they did in the original game of making this feel like god where do I go we're opening up to such a big area like holy I I have so many options and and all I know is that I am I'm looking at an army of zombies on fire right now and Mm -hmm. it, it is it is quite a scene to like come come up to I think um and it's teaching you something I think vital about the game, which is that you just literally can't kill, kill all these all. zombies. You got to get out of there. You you can't mess. You can't stick around too long, or you're dead. Mm-hmm. You're toast. Um. So yeah, then then you uh you follow a path basically through the city, and uh, your destination is the police station. I mean that's where you and Leon agreed to meet. Um. Now there is. People who played the OG game, which is I guess just me, Mikey and Roxy, uh, this is the very, this is the first and biggest to me deviation from the original game that took, took, a, I think took us all for a bit of a ride. And that is um, in the original game, there's a very iconic moment. The first thing you do after you get out into the city is you run straight to an ammunition store called <laughs> Ken, Kendo's and you meet a character there named kendo who is um i i would call it considered like the boba fett of the resident evil universe and that That he's on screen for like almost no time but people love this guy Mm -hmm. uh and in this game you run straight to the police station no kendo in sight Mm
5: -hmm. yeah there's a whole chunk of game in the city streets like you're going through some like Mo- like pl- locations that i remembered very clearly and i remember this first time being like oh i guess we're just not going to do that huh yeah, yeah there was like a basketball court even It's
4: mm-hmm. like very distinct
2: i yeah. i did notice something in the sky during this part and it was a oh. uh, little sonic uh, you could see just a glimpse of him on a snowboard as he's also trying to escape the city.
1: <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Oh, I, I saw it. I saw up in the air Cream the Rabbit sort of that, fly by. Like yeah. <laughs> oh.
7: mm. I didn't have Ken Doe, but I had Ken Bone in mine.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, that guy's everywhere lately. Ken yeah. Bone has actually never played Resident Evil 2 because he couldn't decide if he was going to play as Leon or Claire. <laughs> nice.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, um... I think the basketball court is in this right i mean that's no. we do see that Boilers, it's but... later i think it's later okay same with
4: like kendo too yeah okay
1: so, so yeah I, my my first thinking when i'm playing this originally is how could they have of all the things to get rid of and mm-hmm. not do how could they have gotten rid of kendo like that feels wrong to me um but well, and they I'll, were I'll smart kind of... they, you know they have a, they have a plan for kendo
7: who yeah, is this... this guy? I have no idea. Yeah, we are talking about. We'll this meet guy him if... later. We'll
1: yeah, meet. It. Yeah, there's a spoiler. There's a, there's a spoiler, but uh, you will meet him later. Uh, what? And I'm sorry. And I know, I know, you guys don't know who we're talking about, but I think a lot of people who have played this game do know exactly what we're talking yeah, about. Okay. So this we'll is more for, for them. It.
5: Yeah. And and I will say can
4: this. Can I
3: talk about uh, Wesker? And can I talk about um uh, who else? Um... No,
5: that's a spoiler. Wait, retroactive spoiler. About?
3: Who can I? You can talk about
1: anything that should have showed up in this part of the game that didn't from the original.
3: Okay, what about um, (laughs) Princess Peach? (laughs) Okay, so, uh,
1: oh, another note I made was that this, this all, this game seems like it was just play tested to death.
5: I, I I think that this is the game acknowledging that, like, there is a universe where this remake comes out, and it's haphazard, and it kind of sucks, and it cuts a lot of stuff that you think is iconic that you need, and yeah. is, like, the worst-case scenario for a Resident Evil 2 remake, which is what Resident Evil 3 remake is, I would argue. Yes. Um, but this was the first moment where it's like, they know what you're worried about happening in Resident Evil 2 remake. And we're teasing you with it, and it'll be a bigger deal when it comes back later. Like, they not only knew what you thought, having played the game, they knew Mm -hmm. what new players would think playing the game. They knew what, like, super fans would think playing the game, and they somehow made a game that pleases all of them.
1: Yeah, and it's very playful. Like, I think that little trick of moving Kendo, which I know sounds crazy to some people on this episode (laughs) who don't know what we're talking about that little trick is like
3: huge talking about it, kendo it
1: would be the equivalent Nick, of like we're
3: still talking about kendo <laughs> <laughs> it would be the equivalent of like
1: if in the final seven remake like Eris was supposed to die and then Sephiroth just didn't fall from the sky
5: and stab mm-hmm. or whatever it you're would just waiting be like for the thing to happen. yeah you'd yeah. be
1: like the iconic thing you're like wait what yeah anyway so uh eventually yeah you wind up somehow make carving a path out and getting to the police station it's, it's. I love the the way that the camera sort of just like blows way up, and you see like how the scale of it, um, the
3: way it's illuminated.
1: It's so ugh, the lighting is so great. <laughs> um, and this is sort of where we're going to stop for today's episode. But I would love to know, you know, any last thoughts before we before we head out of here? Like, yeah, uh, yeah, I
3: have one final thought. It was pretty interesting to not see kendo in this sort of run through very
0: Connor of you July
3: <laughs> very
0: interesting
3: indeed
0: <laughs> uh, I'll say uh this intro uh I continued to play the first night that I started this game I didn't just stop here uh but this intro immediately like captured my attention and and grabbed me and I was like, oh I am in for a treat like I believed everyone but I was like ooh I'm intrigued and I just want to keep playing. Um, which is going to be a theme for me in this, uh, series, but Mm. yeah. Uh, great job. I'll chip in
7: (laughs) and say, I wasn't a sold yet. I, I was looking at the, how pretty it was, but I hadn't had enough taste of the gameplay to make a decision. So I was kind of, I was just intrigued at this point. I was like, okay, okay, let's see. We'll see what they got for me. Yeah. I'm, uh,
1: you know, for those of us who haven't done a lot of survival horror stuff, you know the way I like to equate it is it's like it's like a roller coaster. Like essentially, you're like mm. on a ride more
3: than anything. Where it yeah, just sometimes you gotta you're eat- like, oh yeah. my god, oh my god, oh my god. Right. And sometimes you're like, Whee. and then sometimes I'm like, why am I in line so long?
5: <laughs> is it and sometimes you go with two friends, and so when yeah. <laughs> you down, you have to get seated next to another random guy. Sometimes yeah. you're
3: like, why didn't I get the fast pass?
5: Yeah. Right. Sometimes I get sick at the end.
1: <laughs> Anyways, sometimes, uh... sometimes
3: you fall off of the roller coaster.
1: <laughs> sometimes you get a dull lit. Sometimes my head comes off my body when I'm <laughs> on these. Um, okay, uh, that's gonna do it for the episode one of the Resident Evil Two remake games club. We should come up with a better acronym. Re Re Two R Re Two R Re Re Two R games club. There we go. Uh, so excited to be doing this with you guys. Um, episode two. We're gonna we're gonna basically cover everything in the police station up to getting the three medallions, putting them in the the statue, and um, getting that cutscene. So uh, if you're playing along with the show, that's where we'll be next
2: time you see us. Let's go around and do some plugs. Tyler Schnupp. Where can people find you? Schnupp, sixty nine Instagram and Blue Sky. And my final thoughts are: I did get uh lost for five minutes in this last part we just talked about and i don't know what happened <laughs> <laughs> love that uh that's good though just,
4: i feel like that's what's supposed to happen i've played yeah. so many times so i don't but like that, that i think you're doing it right
1: yeah <laughs> you do get a cutscene when you go to the door of the repd mm-hmm. right R-P-D. yeah like
4: bolting it shut i think and then yeah. zombies yeah. are reaching at you from the other yeah, side they're like the, yeah, what let made me feel in. secure <laughs> We're <laughs> trying so hard. I gotta go pee
1: pee.
0: Okay. Uh, Nick,
7: where can people find you? Listen to the reactivators podcast and the bonk boys on the Patreon and at Nick stands on socials. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Sorry. Somebody else wants to plug too. I'm Mr. X. I'm back.
5: <laughs> oh, he's here. He okay. Mr. X, he just plug through the wall. <laughs>
7: Standing over me menacingly.
0: I guess he has he has nothing to plug. <laughs> <laughs> he has nothing to plug. Okay. Hey, sure, sure to say hi. To yeah. Bit okay. over. Uh,
1: July Diaz. Uh, <laughs> what could be Mario?
3: Rosa Donkey Kong. <laughs> video games. And comedy show
0: episodes. Um, inside video games classic. That's it. Uh, Connor McCabe yeah you can follow me on social media uh on twitter and instagram at connor underscore mccabe i'm on blue sky at connor mccabe uh and yeah check out my podcast if you're not you know you're just listening to this uh on the games club feed and you you don't know it i i host a show called call me by your game where i have someone on to hear from them about a meaningful or memorable game from a particular moment in their life you can get that Wherever you get your podcasts, it's on YouTube, it's all over. So check that out, and um, thanks for having me on this first episode. Absolutely. Mikey
5: McCollar, where can people find you? You can find me on YouTube at youtube.com slash at secret blimp. This is me committing to it. I am officially going to be putting my playthrough of Resident Evil 2 remake up on YouTube. By the time this episode is out, so you can double check how many bites I get. Yeah. Keep me honest. Count the Bites, folks. Count the bites. And potentially be rewarded by signing up at our Patreon, Super NPC Radio. It's the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Super Radio. Maybe you get a little little present from your boy for being not as good at Resident Evil as he thought yeah. he was.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh Roxy Poke, where can people find? Him?
4: Uh, I am on Twitch, Twitter, and Blue Sky all as Red Mage Roxy, and I am also streaming my playthrough of this game. Um, so I'll probably be like every Thursday before we do a recording session. Um, if folks want to come by and say hello, and uh, my usual stream schedule is just Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday. So uh, come say hello on those days too when I'm not playing Evil.
1: Yes, absolutely And you can follow me on uh, Twitter at Ocarina of Crime You can follow me on Blue Sky at Jeremy Schmidt Again, if you're listening to this on a free feed Check out our Patreon, patreon.com Where we're probably on to a different Game that we're covering there for our Games Club Until next week, we'll see you then Make sure you lock your doors And uh, you know uh, Get your Get your gun Get your gun yeah. by your bed Yeah, Go get, go buy a gun and uh, get, have it. All right. All right. Cut his mic. All right. Uh, see gun. you soon. <laughs>